from insurance business. Here's your weekly global news roundup for March 27th to 31st, 2023. I'm Steve Randall. 73% of organisations polled by a new study reported being hit with at least one successful ransomware attack in 2022, and 38% said they were hit with two or more. The organisations that were hit with multiple attacks were more likely to say they'd paid the ransom, according to Barracuda Network's 2023 Ransomware Insights report. The report found that 42% of those hit three times or more paid a ransom to restore encrypted data, with only 31% of those hit by a single attack paying the ransom. The survey polled IT professionals at companies with between 100 and 2,500 employees across a range of industries and around the globe. It found significant variations in the industries targeted by ransomware. For example, at least one ransomware attack was reported by 98% of consumer services businesses and 85% of energy, oil and gas and utility companies. For 69% of surveyed companies, the ransomware attack began with a malicious email. Web applications and traffic were in second place, the survey found. Organisations with cyber insurance were more likely to be hit by ransomware, with 77% of insured organisations experiencing at least one successful attack, compared to 65% without cyber insurance. Meanwhile, ransomware attacks remain a top concern among global financial institutions, according to a report by the Financial Services Information Sharing and Analysis Centre. In its annual outlook on cyber threats, the centre specifically highlighted the proliferation of the ransomware-as-a-service model, which is when cybercriminals provide their affiliates with the malware and services necessary to orchestrate an attack, making such events less attributable and of lower risk. Business email compromise was also cited as a significant issue for the financial services sector, described by the report as the most common and costly frauds affecting firms all over the world. Embedded insurance, insurance integrated into a product or service, has quickly become a mainstay in the auto electronics and travel space. But one expert believes that this innovative type of insurance is ripe for wider adoption amid the industry's digital transformation. This means we could see embedded products covering more complex lines of business, such as workers' compensation or general liability insurance, they predicted. The digitization of insurance products was one of the fundamental things that fueled the embedded insurance concept, said Pratik Sangal, head of digital transformation at Amtrust Financial. As data becomes more widely available and easier to leverage, and as insurers' technological capabilities improve, the embedded insurance market will expand, he said. However, only relatively simple insurance products, which are easy for consumers to understand and require little input from brokers, have been tested out in the embedded concept early on. The global logistics insurance market is predicted to hit 70.46 billion US dollars by 2030, expanding at a compound annual growth rate of 2.8% between 2023 and 2030, according to a report by Grandview Research. As e-commerce activities surge, logistics companies are handling a larger volume of shipments, the report found. This in turn increases the risk of loss or damage. That increased risk makes logistics insurance a vital part of risk management, providing coverage for financial losses resulting from incidents that could occur during the transportation of goods, the research said. Key findings from the report include the cargo insurance segment dominated the market last year and the marine segment was also increasingly important. Technology has become a vital force ingrained in our society. While it's enriched our lives for the better, a whole new wave of risks come with the rise of AI and new advancements. 
IB Talk in the US has been finding out more with Andrew Zakowski, technology industry practice lead at the Hartford, who's been sharing insights. Technology in general and emerging technology is a really exciting time to be talking about that and the connection to the insurance industry. Uh, one of the things that makes it exciting for my role is that the insurance industry has historically been an industry that's that's been, really had a lot of foundation in, in data, uh, which is something that the technology industry obviously holds near and dear, but it's really the, the, the time frame that you start thinking about data. So when you're in the insurance industry, you start thinking about looking at historical data that might be three, five, 20, maybe even 50 years worth of data. Uh, when you get into the technology industry and specifically the emerging technology industry, these, these different sub-industries within the technology industry haven't existed for that long. They haven't existed anywhere near that long. So what the challenge is and what I find is an exciting opportunity is that you have the opportunity to to be within an industry that is used to having all this data, uh, but not having it uh, for the technology industry. And you have to come up with new and creative and inventive ways to, to underwrite and insure technology companies without all of the historical data that other industries have. You can catch up with the full episode on our usual podcast channels. Many companies are at risk of insurance coverage gaps thanks to inflation, according to a new report from Global Risk Consultants. Losses from wildfires, hurricanes and accidents are resulting in insurance claims payouts that won't cover the cost of rebuilding or replacement, the report found. It also said that many companies unintentionally underreport valuations of property and equipment to their insurance carriers. Construction companies are especially vulnerable, according to the report. Many construction-related costs have spiked, from paint up 26% to wallboard up 18%, to roofing contractors up 21%. P&C insurers in the US had a particularly challenging year in 2022, according to a report from Verisk and the American Property Casualty Insurance Association, as the industry saw a net underwriting loss of $26.9 billion. This marks the largest underwriting loss experienced by the industry since 2011 and is six times higher than the $3.8 billion loss reported in 2021. Net income also took a hit and dropped to $41.2 billion in 2022, representing a 33.6% decline from the previous year's figure of $62.1 billion. Additionally, incurred losses and loss adjustment expenses grew by 14.1% last year, while earned premiums grew by 8.3%. The combined ratio, a key measure of profitability for insurers, deteriorated to 102.7% last year from 99.6% in 2021. Insurance Business has put together this year's formidable list of the biggest names in insurance by leveraging its unique position as a truly global publication, reaching six different markets, the US, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, Asia-Pacific and the UK. The Global 100 list features outstanding professionals across IB markets who are making waves in the industry, whether by driving growth and innovation within their company, taking associations to new heights, advancing the business through education, or championing key issues that can lead the industry towards a new era. You can see this year's winners by reading the IB Global 100 special report. It's available on our website. Canada's new federal budget for 2023 includes plans to improve the country's natural disaster resilience in light of the increasing frequency and severity of extreme weather events caused by climate change. One of the main proposals in the budget is the launch of a low-cost flood insurance programme aimed at protecting households at high risk of flooding and without access to adequate insurance. The plan is to provide $31.7 million to Public Safety Canada and the Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation over three years, which would include offering reinsurance through a federal crown corporation 
and a separate insurance subsidy programme. A recent mental health study found that 5 in 10 of Gen Z are suffering from poor mental health. The study was made as part of Insurer AXA's study of Mind Health and Wellbeing 2023, which shared insights on the mental health challenges faced by those aged 18 to 24 and how this group can benefit from employer mental health support. While mental health for Gen Z is a big issue, the study also revealed that they are the demographic that's impacted the most by mental health support. One in four Gen Z employees who feel they're getting good mental health support at work are flourishing. This is significantly more compared to those who do not see such support, which is one in a hundred. IB Talk in the UK has been joined by the Chartered Insurance Institute's Melissa College. She's their Professional Standards Director, sharing practical advice and tips on how insurance businesses can support their female talent. Among the issues she addressed was midlife women leaving the industry to pursue other careers. Well, I think it's something that affects the insurance sector as well as other sectors. And, and, and my concern is that um, having come this far, um, if we lose our most talented women at the point that they are just reaching the most senior levels of their careers, then we will never have a gender balance at the top table. And and women will continue to feel different and the odd one out in the boardroom. And I think this lack of senior representation has knock-on effects on women at all levels in the organization. And a, a lack of female role models is often cited as the reason why women at more junior and middle levels don't feel that they can progress. You can hear the full episode on our usual podcast channels. These are just some of the global and regional stories covered by Insurance Business this week. For more, visit our website, insurancebusinessmag.com.